0: We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hey, my brothers and sisters, I hope this day finds you well. In today's segment, what I want to illustrate is gun laws don't work. And they know that gun laws don't work. When you look at all of the data without cherry picking, you look at all of it and then you look at history, it's clear that they know the gun laws don't work, but they're appealing to emotion and they're counting on your ignorance in order to convince you to give up your ability to defend yourself. Because the bottom line is an armed populace poses a threat to any power who wants, who any, any government body, any institution or any person, individual, corporation, what have you, who wants to exercise power over the populace. You can't exercise power over a populace that's armed. You can't do it easily, right? Because you have to understand this comes from, uh, from the criminal mind. And the criminal mind is essentially a self-serving coward. And so they don't wanna be injured. They don't wanna be harmed. They want the power. They wanna be able to tell you what to do, what to think, where to go, what to eat. But they don't want you to have the ability to possibly push back On that tyranny and so all of these gun laws are in place to try to convince you that they're doing something for you when what they're really taking away is your ability to defend yourself and you know this because the First Amendment and the Second Amendment are the two greatest stopgaps that we have against tyranny and those are the two that they they try to dismantle and chip away at piece by piece since since the creation of this country, because those are the two. Why would they do that if they actually believed in the land of the free and the home of the brave? They don't. What they wanna do is be able to take advantage of this country to serve themselves, while at the same time ensuring that they can't have their authority contested at all. And so that's what this segment is about. I just wanna show you some examples, and I want you to understand that If you were to look at all the data, how many firearm deaths there are, and that's going to be suicide, murder, and accidental. And then you also have to cross-reference that with how many people actually utilize firearms in self-defense. And look at those numbers. I implore you, look at those numbers. It's staggering. In this country, no matter how you feel about the firearm deaths, and I think it's something like 48,000, somewhere in there. Now, granted, well over 50% of that is suicide. And then the rest, the rest of that, like another 40%, is, is murders, which over 80% come from inner city violence. <laughs> you know, they don't want to tell you that. Right when you do all those numbers, I mean, you're looking at two percent, or sometimes, uh, depending on 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 the data, even less than two percent are actually accidental deaths, or 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 anything that falls outside of that category of murders, you know, of homicide and of suicides. So that could be uh, police-involved shootings and whatnot. Those happen like this much of the time. And then even with mass shootings, mass shootings happen primarily with handguns, not with what they they've chosen the AR-15 and call it a military style rifle or assault weapon. They give it all of these names. They've chosen that even though they're not used for mass shootings mostly, which leads me to believe that the goal is to actually ban handguns because why would you go after why would after a mass shooting, especially when the mass shooting didn't even involve an Air 15, or as they would like to call it a military style rifle, which is, is idiotic or assault weapon. They actually change. they actually split. They call it a firearm and an assault weapon even though a firearm, by definition, is an assault weapon as well. But you know, then again, if I use this to assault somebody, this is also an assault weapon. So that's, all that is is propaganda. Once again, they're trying to play on your emotions and your ignorance. They have you believing that an AR-15, AR means assault rifle, and it doesn't. Did you know that? They, they, have, they would have you believe that you can't hunt with an AR-15 because it will completely obliterate Anything that you're hunting that shows ignorance. From a ballistic standpoint, it's frowned upon to use an AR-15 to hunt for like let's say a deer because it's not powerful enough and you can end up injuring the deer inhumanely and causing it to suffer because it actually isn't powerful enough to to get what we call a clean kill within hunting. Did you know that? They lie to you incessantly and and what they want to do is bank off your ignorance. Anyway. Moving forward, I just want to illustrate this, and I'm going to go global with this because even though we have our Second Amendment here and no other country really has our Second Amendment, the, the goal is still the same. In countries like Australia and other places where they can't really have firearms, they're just further along than, than what the powers here want to accomplish, but it's still the same result. Nobody can keep you safe better than you. And so it comes down to trade-offs. Whenever you trade in liberty, it's gonna be a net negative, no matter how you feel about it. Whenever you trade in liberty, so if we trade in our First Amendment because we don't like what our neighbor's saying, all we've done is given given a government body power to stop free speech. So, yes, they use it on your neighbor on Monday, on Wednesday, they're gonna be using it on you. If we give away our ability to to defend ourselves because you don't like that your neighbor has firearms. It makes you feel uneasy, even though they've never broken the law. If you give a government body power to come and take that firearm from your neighbor by force, if necessary, all you've done is create soft targets. And now the only people with firearms, they better not step out of line, right? Being the government. But history has shown us that governments will inevitably become tyrannical as they start to centralize power. That's just the way that works. That's why our forefathers said, no, let's keep, let's keep that from happening by putting the power in the individual. There's only so much, so much power to go around. So you can't centralize power if power belongs to the people. And if you look at how many citizens you know, we have here, we have well over 350 million. That's a lot of power, right? But they're trying to convince you to give it to them so that they can help keep you safe even though That's not possible. It's physically impossible for them to keep you safe. And so they got you making yourself a soft target. You understand, gun-free zones create soft targets. That's why they go to gun-free zones. So they want you to have gun-free zone everywhere so that you are not safe. So how is you trading in your liberty for safety making you safe when it actually makes you more unsafe. So that comes back to your emotion, which shuts off your prefrontal cortex. So you're not even critically thinking. And then your ignorance. And that's what they're banking on. So I'm going to dive into this really, really quick. We're going to go through this really, really fast, okay? Um, because this isn't a very hard point to make. I would counter to say that you actually, if you disagree with me, it would be harder for you to counter it because I have data on my side. Just if you look at how many people defend themselves with firearms, you're done. Because if there is a ban, you've now taken all of those lives that, that were saved, and you've now killed them. You've now, made, you've now erased them. Do you see what I'm saying? So you actually don't have a leg to stand on, especially when you compare it to how many, how many overall firearm deaths there are. And I already gave you the breakdown. Most of it is still suicide. Our biggest issue is mental health. That's what it comes down to. Our biggest issue is mental health, and nobody seems to address it. Then the second second biggest issue is inner city violence. Those are the two things. If we took care of those two things, we would be able to literally erase 98% of our gun deaths in this country, 98%, if we just addressed those two things. Yet what they're telling you is we need more gun laws, which up to this point hasn't prevented that 98% of loss. So I'm saying they they know the gun laws don't work because they've never worked. And not only do they not work here, this is what I want to show you. They don't work around the world. (laughs) So let's go first with the, the mass shooting that happened in Prague. And let's look at some of these similarities. Now, this was written uh, December 21st, 2023. Gunman kills 14 people and wounds 25 others at a Prague University. I think it was Charles University. Now, this person went to this school. Now, I haven't been able to find, I haven't been able to confirm this. Even when I type this in, I'm not, I can't find this information. I want to know if this is a gun-free zone, but my assumption I could be wrong, and you guys can correct me, but my assumption is that this was a gun-free zone. And if this individual went to this school, he knew that it was a gun-free zone. He went there to take as many lives as possible. I don't know what the motive is, but obviously he wasn't in his right mind. We can agree on that, right? He wasn't in his right mind. Nobody in the right mind does this. So he goes to where there's a gun-free zone, presumably, to take as many lives as possible. Now, he also took the life of his father prior to this. Now, if you read through this and I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but once you read through this, what you start to understand is that no gun law that, that the Czech Republic had on the books, no gun law would have stopped this. Now, if this is a gun-free zone, okay, let's put it this way. Whether it's a gun-free zone or not, none of these students were armed. So they're hiding outside on ledges and they're putting up barricades. Because they had no other means to defend themselves. So they're basically just hiding and waiting and hoping that this person doesn't come to kill them. They have no other way to defend themselves. Gun gun free zones or situations like this, these are arguments for everybody being armed, not against. They go, oh, look at this. Look what happened. We need better gun laws. Check already has gun laws. Now, of course. Because it's CNN, and I looked at AP News and PBS, I looked at all these articles, they all characterize it the same way, as if, as if it's the guns that cause this. It's the gun that is evil. It's the tool, not the wielder. Because all they want to do globally is remove everybody's guns. Because CNN, PBS, AP News, all of them are owned by the very people who want to implement their tyrannical you know, ideology on the rest of us around the world. So they're just arms of tyranny. But when you look through this, look at these students hiding out on a ledge. They could slip and fall. They're hiding out on a ledge. If they were armed, they would have had a chance. Okay. so it's not the tool, it's the person. And once again, all of these firearms were legally attained. And with the Czech Republic, they have you have to go through all kinds of things, all kinds of things. And that's what this one is here. So the title of this article is Prague mass shooting is one of Czech Republic's daily Here's what to know about its gun laws. And when you go through here, you start to see. It talks about the gun laws, talks about how many people are registered. It talks about all the things that you have to do. Some of the standards to obtain a gun license vary. Everyone has to undergo a background and health check. Though police can opt to take someone's weapon away if they appear to have mental health problems. That law was passed after the 2015 mass shooting. The gunman had shown signs of mental health issues. So they added this law in 2015. Did that law stop this person? No, because now this is the deadliest. So that gun law that they added to the gun laws that they already had on the books was just as it was just as ineffective and stopping the, the person 2015 before they added the new one as it was stopping this person this year. These gun laws don't work. None of them do. And in Prague, they have to do a test. They have to do a mental health screening now from 2015. They've now added that in. They have uh, a multiple choice quiz, 30 questions taken from a possible 501, um, you know, possible questions and the test may be more or less difficult for some based on the type of license that they want to obtain for instance people who are attempting to get their concealed carry license can only get one question wrong out of 30 meaning that about two and five people do not pass so 50 percent, almost 50 percent of the people don't even pass the testing that's how and and, and they try to make it seem as if checks gun laws are more lenient than other laws of the uk so so The Czech Republic is looked at as being lenient. And this is what they go through. And none of those laws still stop this from happening. So you can read through this. I'll provide I'll provide that. Then I wanted to show you this here. So my point is gun laws don't work, right? They don't work in in the United States. They don't work around the world at all. And then in Sweden, Sweden is talking about and this is this was written. Pay attention to this. This was written in June of 2021. Sweden gun laws and gun ownership in Sweden. And it goes through, and basically, it, it talks about how great Sweden is, and then it tries to compare the U.S. and how we're we're not as good. Because once again, it's the gun, it's the tool that is evil, right? So it's talking about how you know Sweden's gun laws. It talks about like a lot of people are collectors um, and whatnot. That's why they have these pictures. Then it talks about gun permits, and you know it makes it seem like well most of them is you know it's for hunting and whatnot. And then types of guns that are owned. They go through all that. Then they talk about gun control. Um, I'm gonna read a little, uh, little bit of this. As mentioned, Sweden gun laws permit up to 16 guns per person, and acquiring the permit itself has a standardized system. In addition, prospective gun owners are required to either undergo a hunting program for a whole year to prepare and pass shooting and written hunting exams, or become registered and established shooting club members. Responsible Swedes are the only ones allowed to possess firearms in addition to passing the requirements stated by Sweden gun laws, which means a clean record from felony, domestic violence, restraining orders, drunk driving and the like. Now, what you have to understand is that what these gun laws do is they put power in the hands of the institution that doesn't want you to be armed in the first place. Do you understand that? So the ones that are assessing you actually don't want you to have a firearm. So do you think they're going to be biased or non-biased? And then once again, they're just talking about hunting, 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 um, authorized method, uh, methods of hunting, firearm types and all this stuff. Everything in Sweden is centered around hunting and then, you know, competitive shooting and then storing ammo. And then it talks about crime rates and then it talks about gun deaths in Sweden. And this is where it really try, starts to try to compare it to the U S as if, you know, we're just horrible here. See this? look at this right here, Sweden gun laws versus the U S. Okay. So they're talking about all this and then they end off saying, and they even use our Second Amendment, like, check this out. And, and contrastingly, the U.S. is relatively more flexible in gun ownership as it is stated in the Second Amendment of the Constitution, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So not only can we keep them, but we can bear them, meaning we can carry them anywhere, right? So every gun law that we have on the books here in the United States is an infringement on our constitutional amendment, Second Amendment right, every, every single one of them. Is unconstitutional. And then it goes on to say, as a matter of fact, in 2017, there have been no federal laws prohibiting highly lethal weapons, such as semi-automatic weapons, military style rifles, that's propaganda or handguns. There's a saying that goes with great power comes great responsibility. And the Swedes have been an exemplary country in demonstrating just that by abiding and respecting Sweden gun laws, regardless of why they chose to bear arms. Really? Then how come when we go to this, Sweden tops Europe in fatal shootings report shows. And this was written May of 2021. So that article was written a month after this one. And this one has Sweden topping fatal shootings. And they're having this rise in fatal shootings there. And it's all criminal. Huh? So the criminals aren't following your gun laws? In 2020, Sweden, a country of 10.3 million, recorded more than 360 incidents involving guns, including 47 deaths and 117 injured, which police said was a record in the otherwise tranquil nation. Okay, it's so tranquil that you haven't risen in in gun law and gun deaths and it's and it's criminal. According to the report, the number of shooting victims has more than doubled from from 2011 to 2019 and now accounts for more than 40 percent of violent deaths. So that sounds really tranquil, tranquil to me. The country also stands out with an overrepresentation of 20 to 29 year olds among shooting victims because it's crime. That's why when you come, when you look at our homicides, it's mostly inner city and it's mostly ages. I think it's something like 15 to like 21. <laughs> oh, you mean the, the ages that they mostly are when they're in gangs? OK. Gun laws don't prevent criminals from getting guns and committing criminal acts. Then I threw this in here for you guys. You can go and look at gun deaths by country and it breaks it down. Accidental deaths, suicides, death by firearm, and then, um, then the gun death, death rate per 100,000, which is more accurate. So yes, if you go to uh, the to U.S., we're ranked number 32 in gun deaths and the rate of gun deaths, we're ranked number 32. You'd think we were ranked number one since we have more guns than everybody else, but we're only ranked number 32. That's interesting. And then of that, deaths by firearm, deaths by firearm, we are ranked number three. It says here 13,000, right? Deaths by firearm. But I've already told you, and this is, this is per 100,000. I've already told you that most of that is suicide. And you know how I know that? Because when you go to suicides per firearm, we're ranked number one in the world, which means that our mental health issues are higher than everywhere else in the world. We're ranked number one in suicides. We have the most guns, but our gun death rate is only ranked 32. But our suicide rate is number one and then when you look at accidental deaths we're ranked at 100 at accidents so most of our deaths come from suicide which means that it's a mental health issue considering all the guns that we have here it's not the tool it's the mind of the person it's the heart of the person that's why i threw this in here and then as an added bonus I'm going to go over to the UK who's banned guns, UK has banned guns. And so this is what happened in the UK police to get powers, to seize and destroy machetes and zombie, what they call zombie knives and further crackdown. They're having a rise in knife deaths. You know why? Because banning the gun didn't do anything for the culture of, of the culture that is producing sociopaths and criminals who are crazy. So all they did was go from guns to knives. And they're doing the same exact play. Oh, if the gun, if the knives look scary, right, that's what a zombie knife is one that it has like serrated edges and whatnot. That's why they call it a zombie knife. Just how that's, that's a propagandist word to call it a zombie knife. I want you to understand that. Because when you scroll down and and they talk about the actual numbers, they don't break down How many of those stabbings were from zombie knives they just say sharp edges so are even most of of these stabbings this increase in stabbings did it even come from your quote-unquote zombie knives or machetes it's the same thing that they do here with military style weapons and assault weapons and AR-15s it's all propaganda what they want to do now is what take all the knives away how are they going to do that if you take away And I'll leave these articles. You can read them. It's it's all silly. UK bans guns and now they're on to knives. And so then they'll ban knives. I don't know how they're going to do that. Right. So then what? You don't even get to get kitchen knives and butcher knives? Like, how are you going to ban knives? How's that going to work? They haven't addressed the issue. Their gun laws didn't work. Their gun ban has not worked. And now they have mass stabbings because you have to address the person, not the tool. And all they've done is now these people are walking around on the streets of London completely just relegated to being a soft target because they have no way to defend themselves. And somebody can come up with a two inch, three inch knife. They're not gonna come up with a machete or what they wanna call a zombie knife. I bet you that these stabbings are not these big knives because you see somebody walking down the street with a machete. These are gonna be these three, four inch, five inch knives and they just come up and just start stabbing people. And so then they'll, then they'll go from the machete and the quote unquote zombie knife. Understand that makes it sound scary. Zombie knife, is all propaganda. And then they'll move to, okay. well, now we have to ban all of these knives. So now we won't allow manufacturers to even sell them here. So then people start using butcher knives and they'll start using steak knives. And the next thing you know, you go over to Europe and they have paper knives or plastic knives or no knives at all. And everything comes cut up. And then people then the criminals will just move on to using pipe bombs or something. You're not going to stop the utilization of a tool by removing that tool, especially if you put it into law and by definition criminals don't follow laws. So I want you to understand gun laws don't work. These, These knife laws, they haven't worked. None of it works. And you can never trade your liberty for safety. This is the land of the free and the home of the brave. It's the land of the free and the home of the brave. Liberty is more important and you have to be brave and have courage because it takes courage to live free. And that's my point. Never trading your liberty for safety. You guys be well.